world today Men have got to stand up strong Take the truth about themselves To understand what went wrong I know we can find a way I know we can find a way I know we can find a way Stand up Stand up Stand up Uniting the races with truth instead of dividing them with lies. We're also rebuilding the family by rebuilding the man. I am Jesse Lee Peterson. Welcome to the second hour of the show already. You can get involved by calling 888-775-3773. 888-77-JESSE. J-E-S-S-E. And... You can be listening to the show if you're too busy to sit and watch it right now. I know a lot of people podcast because they were not aware that they can listen to the show while they are doing what they are doing. And we are heard around the world by everybody and their mama. Everybody and their mama. But you can be listening if you uh, are not able to watch it live. You can podcast by calling the listen line at 641. 793-1500, 643-1500-641-793-1500 on your iPhone or iPad. And don't forget to um, follow us on social media, like, ring the bell, do all that good stuff. Go over to cozy.tv slash JLP talk and Jesse Lee Peterson on Instagram, other ways. And to donate and have your comments read out loud, go to buymeacoffee.com slash JLP Talk. Buymeacoffee.com slash JLP Talk or rebuildingtheman.com. Rebuildingtheman.com. It is Thursday. It is every Thursday. Is Bible Thumper Thursday. Bible Thumper! Get him up! He's <laughs> still laying down. Hold him up. Let that Holy Ghost language come up out of you. Do it now. Satan's <laughs> busy. Carrying on like females. What the? Amazing. Amazing. But that's what's happening in the world. Grandpa, tell me about the good old days. While Nick is coming in so we can catch up on the Super Chats there, I want to show you a sad story. I mean, sad in that... It's amazing. It is Bible Thumping Thursday, right? I have told you for the last 35 years, 30 whatever years, 30 something years, that in order to enter into the kingdom of heaven, you must forgive. Even in the word, it says that before you enter into the kingdom of heaven, you must go and forgive. Unforgiveness is the nature of evil, the spirit, the wickedness, the nature of evil. And there's not one human being walking this earth that who has not forgiven to have peace. Not one. Because of the nature of evil. And you're not going to enter into the nature of good 
with the nature of evil. It just ain't going to happen. That's why God said before you enter into the kingdom. And so I've been telling you, go and forgive your mama. Because most people don't realize you have to forgive forgive your mama. I was talking to someone yesterday on the phone whom I've never met. And she lives in New York. Good morning. And we were talking about some business. And and we got on the subject of forgiving and forgiving your mother, right? And I mentioned to her that most people don't know you're supposed to you have to forgive mama. They're afraid of her. She's like, wow, that's so interesting. We talked about it a little bit more. Uh, I uh, I got to go do that with my mama. I just have to do it. We've had a rough time during the Christmas, Christmas season here, and we're just not talking. And stuff. Now I understand I need to forgive her. You got to forgive your mama and your daddy in order to enter into the kingdom of heaven. And in Luke 6, 3, 6, 37, it says, this is so deep and so beautiful, just beautiful and so deep and so sweet. Luke 6, 37 says, do not judge and you will not be judged. Angry people judge and they're being judged. From within. When you hear someone say, do not, when you hear the scripture say, do not judge, and you will not be judged, right away your mind tells you, oh, if you don't judge someone, then people out there are not going to judge you. That's not what it means. It means that what you're doing to others, you're really doing it to yourself. Everyone who judges have no peace because you're being judged from within. Do not judge, and you will not be judged. Do not condemn, and you will not be condemned. That's so deep. It's just so deep. But you got to be born again to understand that. Meaning that you have to be born of the new nature. It goes on to say, forgive, and you will be forgiven. And it all takes place inside of you. Whatever you do on the inside to others, even if you don't say it out loud to them, you're doing it to yourself. It's amazing. But the devil tell you because you believe the thoughts of evil, thinking that they're your thoughts. Well, it means this, and it means that. It means that outside that. No, it doesn't. It means what you're doing to others, you're doing it to yourself, within yourself. And there are some people who don't believe in forgiveness. I understand it. So live in your hell. Really? Some people think unforgiveness, uh-uh, I ain't going to do that. I need, my, I, need, I need my anger to take action. I need anger to motivate me. I need anger, they say. There, there are literally people who do not, most people don't, to be honest with you. They don't believe in forgiveness. Even when they say it, they don't believe it. They just plan. There are some people who do not believe in forgiveness. There's this, uh, I guess, a YouTuber. This is from wildtruth.net. Daniel Mackler is a musician, filmmaker, YouTuber, and writer who also worked for 10 years as a psychotherapist. Think about that. A psycho going to a psycho. (laughs) He worked as a psychotherapist in New York, where Daniel Mackler apparently does not believe in forgiveness. Watch this. This morning, I was drinking my cup of tea. And on the tag on the tea bag, there's always a little saying, a little spiritual saying. And this morning, I did not like the saying. It said, forgiveness is an act 
of consciousness. And I thought, ugh, it made me want <laughs> to, well, throw away the tea, let's put it that way. And why would I say such a thing? Everybody loves forgiveness. It's such a kind thing to do. It's a mature thing to do. It's a conscious thing to do. People from time to time tell me I need to forgive. You need to forgive your parents. And I don't agree. Actually, what I have found in my life is that not forgiving my parents is the thing that saved my life. Amazing. He thinks that his life is saved by not forgiving. What life is he talking about? Amazing. He talks like an angry person. I know. <laughs> He's all like, he just talks like an angry person. And doesn't even see it. Here's Daniel talking about his parents. Why is this from Daniel Mackler? They did a lot of crazy and horrible and unethical things to me, yet I needed them. I was dependent on them. I was emotionally dependent on them. I was financially dependent upon them. So... I had to forgive them. I spent my childhood, my teen years, forgiving my parents because I had to. And this is a big part of why I became traumatized. People out in the world sometimes tell me, oh, you need to forgive your parents. They're, they're not saying forgive your parents. What they're saying is dissociate. They're saying split off your feelings. They're saying push your feelings down, bury them, go into denial. <laughs> Even become spiritual. Oh, it's a spiritually positive thing. You're, you're, a, you're a brave person to forgive. No, no, no. You're not a brave person to forgive. You're a brave person not to forgive. <laughs> I have to empathize with me. I have to feel my own feelings. And that's been the only thing that's helped me grow. Amazing. Poor uh, Daniel Mackler. Don't blame him. He born with a silver spoon in his mouth. Quote, unquote. That is so unfortunate, but I understand it. What do you think about that? It's like even pouring more out of him in the second clip. Yeah. Just, and you, I don't know, you didn't tell me spiritual. Like, he clearly has got a problem with spiritual. <laughs> it's like, it's, all, it's written all over him. Maybe he... I don't know. I don't know because I never heard this man until this morning. My producer told me about him. But maybe he didn't forgive them. I mean, maybe, because I hear this a lot from people, that when they were kids, they forgave their parents, especially their mother, but the mother never changed. She mm -hmm. said, I'm sorry. And you're like, oh, okay, mother. And then she goes and does it again. I hear adults saying the same thing. Well, if I forgive my mama, she doesn't change. You don't need them to change. But I know you don't understand that as a child. I don't know what uh, Daniel's situation is. But you're going to end up just like that if you don't forgive. Now he's been deceived about forgiveness. Do what you want. Amazing. Let's finish those super chats. Uh, super chats. Sure. We were talking about nepotism. With this someone who bought oh, a coffee yeah. saying, Jesse, what is your view on nepotism? Your experts can explain it to you. Yeah. But this person explains it, I think, quite well in the super chat says nepotism is basically people in power at a job showing favoritism by hiring their family or friends. I've heard you say that you are against affirmative action because these people aren't earning their way. So how do you feel about, for example, a father hiring their son as an executive at a family business, even if they don't meet the qualifications for the position? How I feel about if a father hired his son. I mean, that's family. That's fine. It's like most parents, not all, want to pass their business down to their children in order to keep it going and to provide for them. There's nothing wrong with that. It's not like the, you're accusing somebody of being a racist so that you can get something free without having to earn it. That. Is, is that what nepotism is when the daddy passed it out? Yeah, I think that's closer to nepotism. Oh. And the accusing stuff is something else. Yeah, there's two yeah. different things. I love nepotism. <laughs> right, if that's what it is. Amazing. Right Thank on. you, though. Very interesting. But it's a totally two different situation. And we should learn from cultures who uh, use uh, nepotism. But, keep it, but we should keep it Christian when we do it. Kinsley. Has, Thank you. With a little post 
says, Morning, Jesse. Do you think we'll have an election in November? I hope so. Yeah. I'm waiting to see. I don't know, but I hope so. And I'm waiting to see. Thank you. Good morning. Rap like a burrito bought you a coffee. <laughs> Jesse, our practical thoughts lies. No. Okay. Amazing. Thank you. Without one arrest. We got a coffee. Uh, this is a rumble rant from Based Nation. He just sends a little 07 in the chat, which means. Oh, uh, nice. <laughs> Thank you. Salute. You got to know how to rumble. Thank you. Ravender bought you 100 coffees. Amazing. You got coffees Thank days. You. Just be. Just be and as a bee, collect dust from those that have flowered. Spread and collect that dust and spite out the sweetest nectar. Let this bee be used to fuel more works of fruition. A bee never forgets to be. Like a bumblebee. Those who forget are not even equal to a bee. Store and partake in this delicacy. A little poetry from Ravender. Thank you, Ravender. I appreciate it. Happy New Year. Gregatron bought you a coffee. Happy New Year's, Jesse. Uh, Jesse, it's election year. I don't know about you, but I think the great white hope is coming back. I can feel it in the air. What do you think? It's in the air. <laughs> it's everywhere. Ooh. Wow, what a nice response when you ask. Absolutely. Thank you. Nice. Amazing. Amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> totally amazing. Uh, Mike is right. <laughs> amazing. Mike is right. Buy you three coffees. Don't Be quiet, Trump. <laughs> uh, he writes, don't burden yourself with possessions. Keep your needs and wants simple and enjoy what you have. Don't destroy your peace of mind by looking back, worrying about the past, live in the present, simplify. This is a quote from Henry David Thoreau. Happy New Year's to JLP and crew. Right on. Thank you. Sean, who's Henry David? <laughs> Very much. Thank uh, you. Sean, Did we do the biblical question? Oh. In this second hour? No. Oh, I guess we didn't. We did not. And that mean no, we didn't. He's oh, waving wait. his hand, Is folks. He saying, wait, or no, I, no sir, I don't think we did. Oh, okay. The <laughs> biblical <laughs> question. What do you love? Which do you love more? Your true life or your false life? Which do you love more? Your true life or your false life? Thank you. I mean, thank you. Yeah. Someone bought you a coffee. I was listening to church and you were asking people what thoughts are most difficult to overcome. And most said bad thoughts. And I was thinking good thoughts to me are harder because it's not as easy to spot as a bad thought. And it makes you feel good so often times that you ignore it. Two, were you not paying attention? Whereas a bad thought, for example, if you get a thought that tells you to kill someone or yourself, and if you could see it's almost automatic in that you can see that it's not you and that you let it pass and it becomes so easy that these kind of thoughts are almost non-existent. <laughs> no periods at all in that sentence, so I read it as it was. Very no, good no punctuation, point, though. But I understood. Very good point. Thank you. Thank Amazing. You. Uh. And normally I wouldn't care, but in this chair, I suddenly care about grammar. Um, <laughs> uh, cash app. We got a couple cash apps. The last one's here to finish up. Matthew Etchy, thank you, says for Bond is the best. Jack Bennett says for 2024 to a great start, four more years. Adler, happy new year, DLP and crew. Justin, for hate. Oh, we read that one. For hate to start posting on Wednesday. Thank you all. And that's oh, all for amazing. now. Thank you. So much. I do appreciate it. Let me go through. The, thank you, Anchor Baby. No problem. Amazing. Anchor Baby today at 12 p.m. Pacific time. Let me go quickly to um, Kevin, our first time call out of New Mexico. Mexico. Uh, Kevin, w- welcome to the show. You're on the air. Hi, can you hear me? Loud and clear. Hey, so I have a question okay. about where you developed your style for asking questions. You make people give you a straight-up yes-or-no answer before they try to confuse people on what they believe. Oh, that's an interesting question, man. Um, I don't know. It just it just came from within, I guess. I don't, It just happened. To be honest with you, I didn't get it from anywhere. It just mm-hmm. happened. It just happened. Okay. Yeah, and I was going to relate that to the Bible, with Matthew chapter 5, verse 
37, let your yes mean yes and your no mean no. Anything more than this comes from the evil one. So Wow, that's a very good point, man. I was trying to find a way to link that to my life. When I say yes, should I just say yes? Do I need to explain more? In the verse it says no, but it's kind of hard to do that in daily life because it sounds kind of awkward. Yes, no. And with practical things, like if you're telling a designer how you want your house designed, built, or whatever, and they need more information, you you just can't do a yes or no. But in simple Mm -hmm. life, then most of the time you can just do yes or no. 99% of the time when people go on and on, and they're only, it's their ego flaring up, and they are, they are speaking from their ego and not from uh, uh, their consciousness. That's why they go on and on with words. You hear it a lot. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you hear it a lot from Bible thumpers. They go on and on with the Bible, and it's their ego yep. speaking, and they don't realize it. Mm-hmm. But most of the time, it can be yes or no. Okay. And then I had a question that I I formed while I was listening to the show. So in the show today, you mentioned that you have to have love and no fear because love doesn't have fear. Right. So um, this is what I partly wrote down. How do I not have fear about how others see me when God tells me that I should be diligent? In Proverbs chapter 12, verse 24, the diligent hand will rule, but laziness will lead to forced labor. So how do I, if I'm not diligent, how do I not end up just becoming a regular loser? (laughs) And what does diligent mean to you when you read that? Well, so I was going to look up the actual definition, but I'll give you what I think it means. It means to think about what you're doing before you do it. So I think about what I'm going to say. I do my due diligence. I check up on what the information actually is. I know what I'm speaking about before I just start blurting out words. And you think that that's what God means about it too? Or that scripture meant? Um, let, let's say yes, because that's how I interpret it. It's not what it meant at all. Diligent means okay. you are faithfully working on yourself and that you, you don't give up no matter what comes along, what happens. You keep your eyes on you. You practice being present at all times. You're committed to that. So if I'm to be present, what if I, so right now I'm working at a job that I'm not particularly fond of, but I don't really have a choice. (laughs) And people are always talking about really immoral shit. Right. I oh, know. I'm sorry. I know. You just use an immoral word. What's up? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but to explain it, right? Yeah. And I'm working on not using curse words as much and improving my speech. But how am I to do that if I'm going to be present around them? And that just means being present around immorality. But their immorality has nothing to do with you. So have no opinion about their immorality. Don't judge them at all. And you just work Mm -hmm. on you while you're at work. You are your own world. And if you don't make your world their world, you will not be affected by at all by what they do or say. Hmm. It sounds, you know, it sounds simple, but I, I find that quite hard to do in my daily life. If you didn't judge them, it wouldn't be hard. If you had no opinion about them at all, it wouldn't be hard to do. You're judging them. I have, yes. I I have noticed that very recently as I've been working my way through the Bible that I I do judge people a lot. And it comes back to bite me, as you just said a few minutes ago. And how do I work through that? How do I stop judging myself and then judging others off of that? By doubting every thought about anything except practical thought. By letting them pass and stay in present. Mm. So could you, could you give me an example of that? Let's say that the, the person next to you working 
and they're talking mm-hmm. nasty talk, whatever, whatever doing, whatever they're doing. And when thoughts mm-hmm. come to you about them, just let them pass. They're not from you and they're not from God. Let them pass so you don't develop an opinion about other people. And just keep mm-hmm. your eyes on okay. yourself by watching those thoughts and letting them pass. And when thoughts come about you, they tell you, oh, listen how they're speaking. Look at what they're doing. Look at what they're acting. You are better than them. Let that pass, too. That's a lie. It's just more judgment that coming from evil. And that way you will lose all opinions about yourself and other people. And you will be able to work okay. and, and be wherever you got to be because you have become a non-judgmental person. Now, with that, it kind of come. Uh, so I know you changed the definition I gave to diligence, but I'll, I'll use the definition that I gave earlier as an example to show you where I was thinking coming okay. from. All right. Um, so if I am thinking about what I'm saying before I speak, how do I not judge others by that? If I see them not thinking how about what they say before they say it, I'm like, how could they be so careless? You know, that affected me what they said, but I wouldn't do that to them. Well, if I just ignore the diligence, if I just don't think about what I'm going to say, then I'm going to start saying sinful things and hurting other people's feelings, somewhat how they hurt mine, even <laughs> though I don't say it. Yeah. Uh, you stop, you, I'm sorry, repeat your question again, buddy. Yeah. Um, that if I just say whatever comes to my mind, how will I not hurt someone else's feelings on that? I know it's so weird to say emotions and feelings as a guy, but I'm I'm being real here that it would hurt my feelings when somebody says something bad about me, but I keep it to myself. Because I'm being diligent, I'm not just saying, oh, well, fuck you, right? Why are you so rude to me? Right. You are on radio, and we have kids listening. Okay, yeah. So yeah. don't use the F you. Okay. <laughs> um, um, if you observe the mind and realize you're not your mind, and you're not your thoughts, you're not a part of it, you won't say whatever comes to mind because you will see that those thoughts that are coming to mind are not yours, and they're not of love, they're not right, you would not say them. So you stop, mm. you stop thinking, then you stop all, all the crap. Okay. You, so mm. you should be aware of the mind so that you don't say whatever comes to mind because what's come to mind is all lies all the time about anything. Mm. Okay. Uh- that's an interesting point. So how is there anything to speak about if everything is a lie? I rest my case. Okay. There, you're um, going to find yourself uh, less necessary. You're going to find yourself using fewer and fewer words to speak about because you're now not lost in the ego nature trying to get glory from other people by trying to be, speak right and be right and say these things. You will no longer seek that from the world so you find yourself using fewer and fewer words. Hmm. Okay. Because you're going to notice that once you start to overcome that, you're going to find, realize that most people are born, they talk about nothing, and they go on and on and on and talking about nothing. It's like when your mama calls you, especially those mamas that call mm-hmm. every day, they talk about nothing, and they go on and on and on. Yeah. So, uh, and I do notice that, I have noticed that, but I noticed that kind of in a sinful way because I was judging others. I right. was noticing, I'm like, all right, man. That's why your feelings are being hurt. Be That's why your feelings are being hurt because you're judging others and you're doing it to yourself. Mm-hmm. Can you hold for a minute? Yeah. Let me, let me take a quick break. We'll come back and finish that and move to other callers. Back in a moment. We have a counseling service, and I have to admit, 
thanks to God. It is the best counseling service on this side of heaven. I counsel with men and women, families, individuals around the world. Most people are unhappy. They're miserable. They have rough lives. They're depressed, suicidal, young and old of all races. I understand. I know why. And I do understand it. Because exactly what's happening in me is happening with everybody outside of me, inside of them. And I've noticed that with those who really, really, really want to understand, they overcome it just like that. Out of one counseling session. If you need counseling, you can go to rebuildingdemand.com or call 800-411-2663. 800-411-BOND. Best counseling service on this side of heaven. the best counseling service on this side of heaven and I do it by phone Skype or walk in the counseling and if you for family individual if you want counseling go to rebuildingdemand.com rebuildingdemand.com or call 800-411-BOND 800-411-2663 if you want counseling and also for cameos and I've been doing a ton of cameos Shout-outs, right? Uh, personal shout-outs. Birthdays, Happy New Year, Merry Christmas, encouragement, congratulations, all kinds of shout-outs. Go to Cameo, C-A-M-E-O, dot com, slash Jesse Lee Peterson for all personal shout-outs. And... um Tomorrow, if the Lord is willing, and the creek don't ride, but first tonight it's a men form, the first one for this year at 7 p.m. for men only. And ladies is for thir- the third Thursday night of the month for ladies only. All right. Uh, tomorrow at 12 noon, a brand new episode of the Fallen State TV. Brand new episode. I had an interesting conversation with Joseph Cohen. And Joseph is a British Zionist. He's the first, even though I don't quite know what Zionists mean yet, he's the first real Zionist I met and was, and he told me he was a Zionist and proud of it. Kind of like, I'm black and I'm proud. He is a British Zionist and founder of the Israeli advocacy movement. Watch this. Next time on The Fallen State. Are you a Zionist? I am the biggest Zionist you will ever meet. <laughs> I put Zionism on my cornflakes in the morning. <laughs> the Jews control Based. everything. Is that true? There is no Jewish conspiracy. You're certainly not afraid. Your first question was, did I kill Jesus? <laughs> the Inquisition, they literally ripped our flesh off our bodies while we were still alive. If the heart was changed, then there would be no war, period. Most nerve-wracking podcasts I've been on. And I go again. It's Nazis and jihadis. Oh, amazing. <laughs> Would you call him base? He's so Zionist, he put Zionist as serious. He's definitely base. He's base. <laughs> you hate to say it? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Amazing. That's Friday at 12 noon Pacific time. And you can support the Father State thereby. At the, go to the fatherstate.tv slash donate, or locals.com. All right? Let me go quickly back and wind up with Kevin, a first-time caller. Um, Kevin, did you have another question? Is that clear now? That's clear. I just wanted to say one more thing. Yes. You also mentioned earlier about forgiveness. Right. I wanted to mention that I recently did forgive my, both of my parents, my mom and my father, 
and my life has completely changed. I've bettered my life in every aspect. I would recommend everyone to do so. Right on. And are you doing the silent prayer? Yes, I am. And stay with oh, that. Wait, I'm doing a silent prayer. Eight of them? Or a? No, a. Oh. A silent prayer. Uh, have you given it? I'm not sure the one you referred to. Have you given my silent prayer a chance yet? I have not. I have not heard it. Uh, well, go to rebuildingtheman.com slash prayer and give it a try. Okay. Let me know what you think. Okay, I will do. Rebuildingtheman.com slash prayer, all right? All right. Amazing. Thank you, buddy. So, take care. All right. Yes, Amazing call. It's Bible Thumping Thursday, 888-775-3773. Um, is it Amon? Amon yes. out of Indiana been waiting while. Amon, thanks for calling. Thanks for holding you on the air. I'm not from Indiana. I'm from India. Oh, India. My fault. My bad. I didn't really see what I saw. <laughs> India. Hey, I'm on. Hi, how are you? Heard around the world by everybody and their mama. Definitely. I had a question. Um, I called you last time, and I was shaking a lot. And you told me some stuff, and after that call, I did the silent prayer. And all of a sudden, I found out that I had my father's identity in me. I was just like acting like my father whenever he said his legs start to shake and stuff like that. And I was doing the same stuff. So I went and forgave him. And after I forgave him, I I was completely calm. I was so calm. It was like, it was just amazing. And after five days, I again started to shake and I started to eat certain type of, type of stuff. And I was doing the silent prayer. And I, again, all of a sudden, I just like, oh, I'm again acting like my father. So I went again and forgiven all of us. And shaking went, uh, just stopped my craving for the food that my father, like, stopped. And then it happened the third time. And now again, I'm, and I'm like, now again, I'm like shaking. And I, I walk like him. And I even talk to others like him. And I'm like, what is going on? Why do I keep? having this, how many times do I have to forgive my father for it? That that was my question. Have you forgiven your mother? Yes, I have forgiven her. Okay. And when you say you're shaken, who is shaken? Something inside me is shaking, but it's making me think I'm shaking. But it, it, it does physically shake me. And so why do you call that something inside you? Just for the conversation, like, uh, that's why. I oh, think. I see. Here's what you do. Yeah. Uh, and, and you are doing the silent prayer every morning and night, right? Yes. Here's what you do. That thing, that spirit that's shaking in you is not you. You do not need to go back and forgive your father again or any of those things. All you need to do now is just watch the shaking. Be aware of it. Be aware of the thoughts that bring on the feelings that th- that cause you to shake. And if you do that, because that spirit of evil is shaking in you, because the light of God is shining on it, on it right now, on the darkness, and it hates the light, and the light is forcing it, it is weakening it, weakened, weakened, and it's forcing it to leave your body, and it doesn't want to leave. So don't call it you. Anymore, it's an it. It's not you. That's not you that's shaking. So that you can stop identifying with it. Stop calling it you so you can overcome all identities. It's not you. And eventually it'll be oh, gone. But, but uh, the, the thing is, I don't understand. Right now I don't, but maybe hopefully later. Uh, but I, why am I behaving like walking and folding my legs like my father and like talking to others like my father and don't it's, you it's, don't worry about that either give that no thought just notice that that is happening and that false identity will leave you as well okay you got to give up now and let the light the love the truth fight your battle for you it will fight all and get rid of all false identities 
that has made a home in you because you have identified with them all your life. So if, I had you, if, also, uh, if you're walking like your father or you're speaking like your father, just notice that you are. Don't call it good or bad. Just notice it. Just see it. That's all you have to do, and it will change itself. I promise you it'll change by itself. Okay. I had another question. Um, it was, this This is like, this is important, but like, I was doing the silent prayer like uh, two, three weeks ago. And I remember you telling me that like, uh, the pain is not mine. And before you told me this, I was like shaking my hand. Just for the conversation, sake, I'm I'm saying I was shaking. Right, I understand. So, yeah, I, I was shaking a lot, and all of a sudden, this voice, I felt pain inside. Like all of a sudden, my body would heat up. I would feel pain, and then I heard you after that, like it's not your pain. And I was doing the silent prayer, and I just remembered it. And as soon as I remember, all of the pain went away. Yes. And all all of a sudden, I started to go back. I was on my chair. And I started to go, it was like something was pulling me. And I felt so strange. All my, I was, my body was shaking, but I was not shaking. I saw my body, my tongue inside my mouth was shaking. My head was shaking. And I saw myself like I react to every single thing in <laughs> my life. The thoughts, the feelings, the shaking. Every, I saw myself, those tiny, tiny, tiny little things that I reacted, I saw it. And I gave up, and I started to go back. Like, I don't know why, it just felt so strange. Like, feeling like something is pulling me back from, like, I was just sitting, and it was so strange feeling. I didn't feel like, it, it, it has happened to you or something like that? Well, whatever is going on inside of you, just watch it. As long as it's not physical, you don't have, you're not sick or anything. You don't need to see a doctor. But law, whatever is happening, just watch it. And I'm telling you, it is the spirit of evil that made a home in your mind and body. And it was never you. You didn't know it as a kid, so you identify with it. And so whatever happens, just watch it. Let it happen. You're not in control of anything. And you'll be fine. So if I feel like something is pulling me, I just I should just let it. Yes, just relax and and watch it. All you need to do is watch and let the light of the Father do His work. It'll be fine. There's nothing you okay. can do but watch. Okay. Because if you put, one more question, if you put any yes, effort sir. into it at all, then you're trying to fight a spiritual battle that will, and you're trying to fight evil I, with evil when you put your effort into it. But if you put no effort into it, you're letting go, you're letting God take over, and life will happen for you naturally. I definitely saw that. Like when I, when I was getting pulled back, I wanted it more and more and more. But as soon as I wanted it more, I started to not get pulled back. I was like, again, like in my physical body and stuff. So it was very strange. Yes. But I had one one more question I had. Um, is lying a sin? Don't call it a sin or not a sin. Just notice it. Because sometimes you may have to lie to protect yourself. You never know. And so, it, but if you like calling it right or wrong, then you... You may need to lie to protect yourself. You end up telling the truth and get killed or something, right? But um, yes. uh, the, the one thing you don't want to lie to yourself about, inwardly, don't lie to yourself pretending you're a God. Don't, don't lie that you're not having this inner conflict. Be honest about that. You are having conflict. You're having doubts and worries and suicidal thoughts, insecurity, whatever it might be, fear. Yes. Be honest about that to yourself, and you'll be free. You definitely don't want to lie to yourself about that so that you can start to overcome it. Okay. That was it. Uh, that was all my questions. Thank you. One quick question. Why do you resent your father so much? 
Or did you resent I her? don't. No, no, I, I do not like, I am so, I, out of all my family members, I grew up very, very close to him. Right. I literally like so close to him, but uh, my father and mother both work and I saw, and I, my grandmother stays in the house. So I grew up around my grandmother too. And I saw my father sometimes, maybe it could be that, I don't know. I saw, maybe I saw him with my grandmother's eyes or my mother's eyes. Yeah. So I did all, like, I, I went and forgave them, but still I don't understand why I, like, behave. But. but why do you have a problem walking like him, talking like him, and acting like him? Most kids, I know I am, I'm glad that I walk and sound like my father. Why? No, I, I don't want to, like, like, I don't have a problem, but I just, like, I just want to be me. Like as soon as I like started to be you, you like I heard you say like like when you do the silent prayer, you will find out that you are behaving in a certain manner and stuff like that. So I was like, do I really resent him? That was my main concern. I was not concerned like I'm acting. I have no problem with that. Oh, okay. I was just concerned. Do I do I have like hatred inside? That was no, you don't. And so don't let the devil deceive you about that ever again. He's deceiving you. Sounds like it. Yeah. So when those thoughts come again, that you resent your father, let them pass. It's not true. Oh. Okay. Amazing. Thank you so much, Amazing call, Amon. Thank you. All the way from India. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. Call me again. Okay. Thank you. Take care, Jesse. All right. You too. Amazing. Eight 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 seven seven. Five three seven seven three. That's a line of. See, I told you the problems are the same everywhere. There's nothing new. Ronnie is out of Ohio. Ronnie, welcome to the show. You're on the air. Uncle Jesse, how you doing? Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Ronnie. All is well. Good to hear. Uh, yeah, I was calling to answer your biblical question this week. Which do you love more, your true life or your false life? Uh, so originally I thought the question was about wisdom. Um, so once I heard the question, uh, today for the first time, I had some time to think about it. Um, and tying into your conversation earlier about free will not existing. Yeah. Um, for me, when, when I realized it's like, okay, I can either have my life, you know, or I could live for, live for God and give God my life and then be led that way. Uh, that works out much better than trying to plan my own life and uh, go by the things that I want to do. There are still some things that I want to do that I do, but for the most part, um, I know that I had to let that part of me die and give my life to God and then follow that way. And so your answer to which do you love more, your true life or false life, you're saying you love which one? I'm saying that I I chose to not even have a false life or a true life. I don't have the life that I specifically want to live. Um, that would be free will. Uh, but being led by the Spirit, you understand that you really truly don't have free will. There might be things that you don't want to do. You right. might have to help somebody you don't want to help. Uh, you might have to get up at 5 a.m. and exercise every day. It might be things that you don't want to do that you have to do. But the uh, question is not about free will. It's that which do you love more, your true life or your false life? I don't have a true life and a false life. So oh, that's do? why it's hard for me to answer that question. Oh, I see. And what kind of life you have? If you don't have a false one or a true one, what do you have? I would say a life that's led by the Spirit. Oh, okay. Amazing. Yeah. Definitely not perfect at it, uh, but I get better each day with it. Are you doing and the silent uh, prayer? Say that again? Are you doing the silent prayer? I don't do the silent prayer, um, but I do sit in silence. So I would say about 15 to 30 minutes in the morning and then sometime in the evening before dinner. Okay. Uh, like no devices, sitting outside, listening to the birds, um, and just watching the thoughts and then being able to sit in that silence until you know, loud neighbors kick in or the phone rings and I can hear it. Um, but yeah, I do try to sit in silence just to make sure that I'm not overwhelmed and consumed by the world. Amazing. It'll get you. Yeah. Right. Ronnie, uh, I appreciate you responding to the biblical. I, 
I totally want to follow up on and put some questions about about the weight. And I put my little two cents in our Sunday. Thank you, man. Yes, sir. Have a good week. You too, buddy. Very interesting. Bye now. Very interesting. Danielle is a first-time caller out of Georgia. Georgia, on my mind. Uh, Danielle, welcome to the show. You're on the air. Good morning, Jesse. Thank you. Good morning. So um, I was actually calling this morning because uh, I woke up to the news about our redistricting here for voting in Georgia, and I was just wondering what your thoughts on all of that was. Uh, they want to uh, redistrict in Georgia. Um, I, I, first of all, I didn't know about that, but I do know that uh, desperate people, angry people, people who love power and so-called power and control, so, people who are lost, they would do whatever they can to try to get power over you or maintain power. So it's all about that, to be honest. Money and power. Yeah, it, it's really frustrating for people like me. I grew up, you know, in the 80s and 90s. Um, I'm rather young, getting right. older. And um, my family, they're from up north. You know, my mom and dad were raised in Detroit. We moved down south when I was young. And I was just raised to love everyone as my neighbor. Um, it just seems like you were talking this morning at the very beginning of the show about the guy that attacked that judge in Nevada. Yes. And now you got this judge here in Georgia, uh, Steve, Steve C. Jones is his name. The is US he black? District Court. Yes, sir, he is. And he says that he ordered the court to update their maps to create a new majority black district. Amazing. It's, it's very frustrating because I love all of my neighbors. Everyone who's around me, their skin color does not match mine. And it just seems as though this is Satan constantly digging and, and picking at a scab in order to just pit us against each other. Am I wrong? You're 100% right. Absolutely. So how, how do we, on an individual basis, stop nonsense like this, Jesse? By overcoming it. And you have to work on you. You have to overcome anger. You have to overcome thoughts and just live from the kingdom of heaven within. And then you will live in the world. And I promise you, you will not be affected by the world. Those things that are happening, it would totally be happening to someone else and not you. See, I don't, I don't look at it as it's happening to me. You know, I look at it as it's happening to my neighbors, and I think that's why it upsets me. But it shouldn't it, should upset tricked. you about your neighbor. Let your neighbor suffer. Let them go to hell. I would rather them not, though. Why? Because I love them, and I want them to be in heaven with me, right? If, if you love them, you will let them go to hell. I don't know if that's a good idea, though. <laughs> Can you hold for me, Daniel? Yes, sir. Let me take a break. 888-7753-773. Uh, the Anchor Baby coming in with the hate news. I'll be back in a moment. One more hour to go. Steve, thank you for calling and thanks for holding. How have you been helped by the show? I'm going to tell you this. I believe you might go down in history as one of the greatest, if not the greatest, black man that ever lived on planet Earth, as far as I'm concerned. I don't know anybody before you that's been that great. You know, freeing the slaves is one thing, but you've been freeing people of their mind, which matters, it should be anyhow, to you more than anything else, because with the mind not being right, there ain't nothing else going to happen right anyway. If you can doubt every thought... Because you're not your thoughts. If you can doubt every thought, knowing that you're not your thoughts, you don't create them, they're not from God, that they're from the deceiver, the great deceiver, Satan. If you can doubt every thought, you can be free, just like that. At an instant. Bring every thought into captivity. It's so amazing.
one more little segment of Nick News, maybe even more, but we got some news. State-sanctioned female terrorism. Oh, and the states love it, using their shock troops, the women, against men and really the family. Allegations to people that they are facing new allegations. Rapper T.I. and his wife Tiny, also known as Tamika, her real name, earlier this week... A woman filed a lawsuit accusing the couple of sexual assault. She alleges that she met T.I. and Tiny at a Los Angeles club in 2005, where she claims that they drugged her and then later uh, graped her. Anyways, officials investigated the women's the woman's claims in 2021, but prosecutors didn't file charges because it was past the statute of limitations. Here's the kicker. Since then, California has passed a new law extending the statute of limitations for sexual and assault cases. T.I. and Tiny deny the claims and said they look forward to their day in court. Imagine that having to come back in court because California extended that statute, which is invariably used for some of these allegations. Who knows what happened there, but... More often than not, it's uh, false allegations, and this is what these laws help those things. Anyways, you know who else is mad about state-sanctioned terrorism? At least, according to them, an education department official has resigned over Biden's administration's approach to the Israel-Hamas war, CNN reports. A Department of Education political appointee resigned on Wednesday, citing in a letter that the Biden administration's handling of the Israel-Hamas war in Gaza is the reason. Oh, we're really going to miss you, Department of Education. We need a little melee, Javier Malay action, and maybe ixnay all departments. But anyways, the resignation by Tariq Habash. Sorry, I get a little nervous. Maybe, maybe I'm judging the name. Policy advisor in the DOE's Office of Planning, Evaluation, and Policy Development comes as the conflict, which erupted with the Hamas October 7 attacks on Israel, near its third month with no sign of abating, and follows a previous public departure from the administration over its handling of the war. It should go without saying that all violence against innocent people is horrific. I mourn each and every loss. Israeli and Palestinian, Habash said in the two-page letter to Education Secretary Miguel Cardona. But I cannot represent an administration that does not value all human life equally. I cannot stay silent as this administration turns a blind eye to the atrocities committed against innocent Palestinian lives. Asked for comment on Habash's resignation, a Department of Education spokesperson said in a statement, we wish him the best in his future endeavors, a.k.a. don't let the door hit you on the way out. (laughs) Anyways, America continues, it remains atomized as the so-called citizens and people of this country seem to care about somewhere else with allegiances that are not American. Kids. But let's talk about the kids, huh? The kids, they're not all right. The kids continue to be not all right. A deep sickness. Police investigating shooting at Perry High School. Extent of injuries unclear. Police in Perry, Iowa, say there was a shooting Thursday, today, at the city's high school on students' first day back in classes after their annual winter break. Christmas break, but whatever. A woman who answered the Perry Police Department phone confirmed the shooting at Perry High School, but did not provide any further information. An enormous number of emergency vehicles surrounded the building that houses the town's middle school and high school. Sergeant Alex Dinkla of the Iowa State Police said he didn't yet have information on the shooting, but planned an update for later in the morning. A media staging area was set up. There are a bunch of speculative numbers floating around. We have not confirmed numbers of who was involved yet. KCCI reports a number of parents say students were being turned away when they arrived this morning, and several ambulance and air medics were seen in the area. The kids are not all right. Just wait for them to start talking about everything but the kids, and really about guns and whatever other thing. Folks, that's it for me. No more news. Coming back to JLP Third Hour. Bible Thumper Thursday. Thank you.